Welcome to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. I'm your host, Michaela from MichaelaJ.com. I'm a manifestation mindset coach and blogger. If you're ready to dive in deep, get real AF about your beliefs, and manifest the life of your dreams, then you're in the right place. I'm dishing out everything you need to go from broke to bougie, first class to world class. If your hashtag life goals involve luxury, travel, and being the boss of your own life, then get ready to embrace your mindset, magic, and manifestation powers. Let's do this. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast with your girl, Michaela J. It is I. Hello. Here to teach you how to manifest your next level lux life. So let's jump into a new episode. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. My life update this week is entirely inspired by my therapist. (laughs) Uh, I do go to therapy. I do therapy through BetterHelp, which is like a really cool app. I highly, highly suggest it for you guys. Um, But my therapist keeps shoving this idea down my throat that I need to be more vulnerable. (laughs) And uh, especially as a Capricorn, we don't like to really open up about things. But I'm going to come on the podcast and I'm going to open up. Uh, The last few months, I've really been struggling mentally and it's been a very interesting time. I have never felt this way before and never felt like an unshakable sadness on some days. And you guys know me, like I am the biggest believer in having a shitty five minutes and a shitty day. And then here I was going through this phase where I felt like I was having shitty weeks and I was like, what the hell is happening to me? So I started going to therapy. I've started to really, really dive into some like self-care, self-love practices to really get my shit back together and just feel better. And it's reminded me of why we do all of this work. It reminds me why I started doing the inner work in the first place. It was just because I wanted to feel better. And I kind of reached this point recently where I was like, oh my God, I'm just so sick of my own shit that I need to get it together. And, um, that's what I've been focusing on. And so it's been a really weird time. And I'll definitely be sharing more about like the mental health journey that I've been on on the podcast because I know that would be beneficial to a lot of you. A lot of you have asked questions about dealing with depression and anxiety while manifesting and all of that. And I feel like I now have a very clear understanding of what that looks and feels like. So we'll definitely be talking about that in the near future. But it's been a weird time. It's been strange. It's been uncomfortable. But when things are uncomfortable and different, we learn and we grow outside of our comfort zone, especially when we are on the other side. And one of my favorite affirmations to use when I'm going through something where like life is changing or things are weird or not going to plan, I love to remind myself it feels so good to be on the other side of this. I am so happy to be on the other side of this. I am so grateful to have made it to the other side. Even if I don't actually feel that way, the point is speaking the affirmations and speaking yourself into that feeling, into the feeling of being there. And something that we've talked about before on the podcast is a lot of times when we're in the in-betweens, when we're waiting on a manifestation, we're focusing so heavily on the waiting, the waiting, the waiting, that we end up prolonging that process. And it's the same thing when we go through these phases of feeling really low, or maybe you're struggling with mental health, or you're going through something, 
it's hard to not focus on how terrible you feel and how like low things can be. And that's just the honest truth. Like we're just keeping it real here. I had so many days where it was like, shift your energy, shift your energy. And I was doing all the things I knew to do, but sometimes it can be so fucking hard to not focus on how terrible you feel. So that affirmation has really helped me. It's just reminding myself, oh, it feels so good to be on the other side of this. It feels so good to be on the other side of this. And when you get those moments where you feel that, you have to take it and you have to run with it because that's how we're going to start building momentum, positive momentum in the right direction. So that's been my interesting little life update. I started going to therapy again, which is obviously so fabulous. My therapist will be very proud to hear I talked about this on the podcast. Um, and I just like to share because I like to be transparent with you guys. And I know some of you are going to be able to relate. And I think there is an interesting conversation to be had about mental health and manifesting because a lot of what we focus on in the spiritual world is like high vibes, high vibes, good energy, positive energy. But when you're going through those phases, you don't feel that right? However, when you're in those phases, you can still manifest the things that you want. So yeah, we'll talk about that in another episode. I'm sure lots of you will want to hear it. Um, you'll have to hit me up on Instagram at the Michaela J if that's something you guys are interested in, but that's my little life update. We are back. We are feeling better. We are kicking it and we are going to crush the rest of this year. And one thing I also want to leave with you guys on that is that it's never too late or too far gone to jump back in. Like if you started something and you feel like you fell off for a bit or your mental health just got in the way and so you just weren't fully present in it, it's never too far gone. It's never too late for you to pick it back up and start again. No one's judging you. No one's thinking about it as closely as you are. No one's paying attention as much as you are. And so it's okay to just get right back in there. I know a lot of times we'll feel guilty with stuff like this and even me like not being as consistent on the podcast as I usually am. I can totally beat myself up for that, but it's like, you have to give yourself grace. Life happens, shit happens. And all that you can do is just pick yourself up by your bootstraps, as they say, and just get right back in there when you feel inspired. So that's what I want to leave with you from my life update. Lots of good lessons that I'll be sharing with you guys in the near future. Before we dive into this episode, I want to talk to you guys about our sponsor of the week, which is my signature business building program, Conscious Creator. I love this program so much. This is a top tier favorite program of a ton of my clients. And I think it's so special because I channeled the whole thing. Like I remember hearing on a walk one day, just the words conscious creator. And I waited for weeks for the universe to reveal to me what this program was actually going to be. And it's a business building program by focusing on the spiritual dimensions. Because when I went back and thought about how I built my business from the ground up, every step lined up with the spiritual dimensions and there's 12 of them. So we go all the way from birthing the idea of your business all the way through scaling. We're going to talk about hiring. We're going to talk about growing your business, all of the things. And it's so magical because you're going to go through this new spiritual awakening and you're going to make more money. You're going to have more impact. You're going to have a larger influence and you're going to feel more inspired because you're also becoming more of yourself in the process. 
and that's what we teach in this program. If you want all the details about what's included, what goes on in the program, I'm going to have the link for you in the show notes, and it's also the link in my bio on Instagram. So go snag that while we are on pre-sale still. It's going to go up to full price when I launch the movie, the Conscious Creator documentary I've been working on. So make sure you get your booty in while you have some monies off. All right, let's talk about this week's topic, which is Manifesting Paris Fashion Week. I know you can tell I am smiling through the microphone right now talking about this because I can't even believe I'm recording a podcast about this right now. This is one of the craziest things that has ever happened to me. And I want to tell you guys the story and then I'm going to, we're going to dive into like my takeaways and tips and, you know, of course the tangibles. So I went to Paris Fashion Week for the very first time and I wanted to pee my pants. I was so excited. Basically, at the end of September, I decided I was going to go to Paris because I've been filming my documentary and I needed to do a sit down and talking shot and I wanted the Eiffel Tower in the background. So I said, okay, I'll go on a business trip. I'll go to Paris for a week. I'll film. I'll shop. I'll document everything. I'll book a hotel room that has a Eiffel Tower view from the balcony. It'll be super chic and fun. Um, and I found an amazing flight and everything was perfect. Super easy, super simple. Booked my trip for one week. Literally the day after I booked my trip, I got a message from one of my friends, a woman that I used to mentor actually, and she lives in Paris. And she was like, oh my gosh, you're coming to Paris. We need to meet up. We need to have drinks. And I was like, yes. Uh, And I told her my schedule was obviously very flexible. I was like, I'm just filming and shopping and hanging out. Uh, Let me know what works for you. And she said, okay, well, I don't know when it's going to work for me yet because I don't have my schedule because it's Paris Fashion Week. And my jaw dropped. I had no idea that the week that I booked my Paris trip was the exact same dates as Paris Fashion Week. It literally started one day before I got there. And the last day was the day I was leaving. I had no freaking idea. And I was like, no way did it work out that the exact dates I'm there is Paris Fashion Week. I was like, there has never been anything so divinely placed in my life. And I instantly was like, oh my God, I have to get into a show. I have to go to something. I was like, I don't care if it is something as big as like YSL. I don't care if it's something as small as like a pre-party cocktail or an after party. I just wanted to be included in some way, shape or form. And I was not going to be picky about it. Um, I was like, that is going to be absolutely crazy and insane. And so I stretched my fingers and I was like, okay, well, we are going to make this happen. And I started to look up the schedule and, you know, do my, I'll do all the work and the detective side of things, which we'll talk about. Um, and when I talk about inspired action, but Then I remembered something crazy. Five years ago, uh, when I was in college, I remember seeing one of my favorite YouTubers. She's American, but she had a French YouTube channel. And she went to Paris for Paris Fashion Week. And I remember she posted this really gorgeous photo. And it was a banner that said Paris Fashion Week. And it was over one of the streets there. And she was like posting all of her outfits and different shows and things. And I screenshotted that photo that said Paris Fashion Week on a banner. And I posted it on my own Instagram. And I want to read you guys the post that I wrote. It says, want in on a secret. 
It's one of my goals to attend Paris Fashion Week within the next five years. That might sound crazy to some, and it might sound unrealistic to others, but the truth is you are limitless. I wish I could claim this picture as my own, but it's Rachel's from last week, and I can't wait to take my own within the next five years. Bon weekend, mes amis. And I posted that, and Rachel, actually, the woman who I had reposted her photo, commented on it, and she was like, you can do it. And I was like, oh, thank you so much. This is when I was like a baby blogger. That was five years ago that I posted that. And five years later, I was in Paris the exact week of Fashion Week without knowing, and I did end up getting to go to a show. And that was one of the craziest manifestations that I think I've ever had because it took so little, quote unquote, effort and it just all fell in place. It all came together so perfectly. It was so mind blowing. Like I was literally going just to, I randomly selected a week I was going to be there to film. And it just reminded me of how crazy the universe is, how wild it is that things come together the way they do. And really that our manifestations can come together in ways that we are absolutely not expecting. Because I didn't even know if there was going to be a Paris Fashion Week since COVID and everything. I knew there had been New York Fashion Week, so I started to think about it, but I didn't know when it was going to be none of that. And so I kind of thought, okay, well, like, you know, maybe six years. And I even forgot I wrote that Instagram post. I didn't even, I wasn't consciously thinking like five years, five years, five years. You know, when we're manifesting something, we're always reminding ourselves of it. I'm like, oh my God, manifest, manifest, manifest. I wasn't even thinking about it. And so... When I got the email that I was invited to my first show, because actually, surprise, shocker, I got invited to two and a showroom. When I got my first email, I I couldn't even speak. I My eyes just got really wide and my jaw dropped and I had butterflies in my tummy and I was just like, oh my God. I can remember the feeling so distinctly. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was just like this full body rush of like, what the fuck? And oh my God, I did it at the same time. And the very first show I got invited to, I actually was um, outside of Paris. I was three hours outside of Paris visiting my French family. So I couldn't go to that show. And I remember being like, oh my God, I'm so bummed. Like I only have like one and a half days left. How am I going to get into a show? And I just stayed detached from it. I was like, if this is meant to happen, it's going to happen. And if it's not, then it's not. And I think that's really important when it comes to our desires is having that level of detachment. So you're not obsessing over it. Right. So I got invited to one show, couldn't go. And, um, the PR company that sent me the invite for that one actually emailed me the next morning and invited me to another show that evening to which I actually got to go to, which was really, really cool. When I got there, as soon as I got out of the car, there was like a big line of people outside of the door. Um, and somebody came up to me literally within like three minutes of getting out of my Uber. And they were like, can I take a photo of you and your outfit? And I just felt so cool (laughs) to be honest with you guys. I was like, wow, like someone wants to take my picture. Like what the heck is going on? (laughs) I felt like such a 
a main character. And then when I went inside, obviously I had to give them my name and it was a really cool show. It was like the models were walking around doing their runway vibes, but it was also like a showing of the clothes. So you could like shop the clothes from the runway while we were there and they had an open bar and they had snacks. It was a really interesting venue, not like your typical setup that you would think is like a big designer of like YSL with like a huge catwalk. This is like a smaller designer. Um, and it was just so magical. It was so fucking cool. And it was super out of my comfort zone because I was there all by myself, but I was just happy to be included, baby. And it was amazing. Uh, I cannot, I, I literally like, can't even process the fact that it actually happened. <laughs> and I want to tell you guys a little side story off of this. When I was there, I felt super uncomfortable because I was all by myself. Most of the people there at least had one other person with them. I am, this is going to be a shocker. I am actually um, quite the introvert. It depends on the day. Um, as much as I love talking, I'm really scared of talking to normal humans, <laughs> which is something that I'm battling my uh, shadows on right now, something I'm working on. Um, and so when I'm like alone in public, I don't really talk to people that much. And I remember I was there for like an hour or so and my phone started to die and I was like, okay, well maybe I'll go soon because this was like a three hour event that I was at. And I was like, maybe I'll leave after an hour. Uh, and then somebody talked some sense into me and made me stay. And I was like, okay, okay, you're right. You're right. It's Paris fashion week. Stay. I don't, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Yes. It's out of my comfort zone, but it's Paris fucking fashion week. Like sit your ass down, have another glass of champagne and get over yourself. <laughs> and that's exactly what I did. And when I finally left, I got back to my hotel and I went and sat down at the bar because that was kind of my little nightly routine. It was the same bartender working every day. And so we would sit down. I'd tell him about my day, whatever. He would make me an Aperol spritz and it was just like a magical experience. Anyway, so I go to sit down, have my Aperol spritz and chat with my bartender. Uh, and this man came and sat next to me and started to talk to me, um, somebody that I might be doing business with in the near future. And it's like, it was crazy because he had literally just arrived at the bar like 10 10 minutes before I did. And if I had left fashion week an hour earlier and I had gone to the bar, I would have had just one drink and I never would have met that person. And I would never have that potential business deal. And so there is really something to be said in all of this about divine timing, about things that are outside of your comfort zone, things that you feel are outside the realm of possibility. Like anything can happen at any moment. Everything can change in an instant everything can change in an instant. And that's what this trip really taught me. Now that story time is over with, um, I want to give you guys, you know, the tangible things that I did to quote unquote, like make this happen or like how I manifested it. So the first thing I want to talk about here is like long-term versus short-term desires or goals, whatever manifestations, whatever word you want to use. I obviously put this on my vision board five years ago. I actually had a physical vision board, um, on my wall in my apartment. It was the very first apartment I ever had. Um, and I remember I had that Paris week photo printed out. It was on my Instagram and I printed it out and put it on my vision board. And it was like a long-term goal thing. There's certain things that 
if they feel really big for you, like it feels like a big manifestation, making that a long-term goal can actually be easier. Because for me, it would have been really difficult for me to get my belief behind Paris Fashion Week in one year at that point in my journey. But I thought five years, oh, that's definitely doable. And this is why I don't really like timelines when it comes to manifestations, because it's like, it's less about like when you're making it happen and more about when when can you believe that it's going to happen? Because you're going to get what you believe. And if you're like, okay, I'm manifesting $100,000 this month, but you don't believe it, not shit is going to happen. And that's just the reality of it. Because you need to be able to fully support your desires and put your energy behind them for them to come into fruition most of the time. And so for me, this was a really easy one to get behind when I looked at it on a long-term scale. When we look at becoming a millionaire over a long period of time, like within your lifetime of making a million dollars, that feels a lot easier than thinking about making a million dollars this year. So I want you guys to play around with timelines. Like, sure, of course, we want things sooner rather than later. And, you know, especially in society and personally, I am extremely impatient, but there are certain things that just feel easier to call in on a long-term scale. And I've actually found that this is the easiest way for me to manifest personally. And so what I want you to do is think about your five-year vision or your 10-year vision for your life. I like to think in terms of like two, three, five years and make those dreams really fucking big. And I am shocked by this time and time again, because I remember when I was a freshman in college thinking about, okay, when I graduate, I'm going to move to LA and it's going to like look like this, 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 and that. And I had painted this picture. Well, here I am after college living in LA and it's even better than I could have imagined. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what if I had just taken that dream a little bit further? What if I made it a little bit more extreme and bougie and ridiculous? And it's the same thing with fashion week. I was like, what if I had made that a little bit more ridiculous and was, instead of just attending a show, I was being invited. I was being personally selected. I was being flown to go to the show. I was being asked by the designers to wear their outfit and be in the front row. What if we could just make it even bigger? I am always shown, always, when I have those long-term visions and it comes into fruition in like two, three, five years, that I should have gone bigger, that I could have gone bigger. So I want you to think about where you want to be in the next five years and make that vision absolutely ridiculous, like absolutely mind-blowingly ridiculous because that gives you five years to normalize the idea of that being your life. And that's very simple. Now, coming up with something super ridiculous in one year, it's going to be harder to get your energy behind. Not that it's impossible, and I've certainly done that, but we always want to take the path of least resistance, and this is going to make it super easy. So wildest dreams you can possibly think of in five years, start normalizing it. This is also a great tactic or technique if you feel like you have a lot going on in your life and just the idea of doing a ton of shadow work right now feels very overwhelming to you, right? We have phases where we do light work and phases where we do shadow work. I find when we are setting really big dreams and goals for a shorter timeline, 
there's going to be some more inner work that needs to be done. We have to break down our barriers of what we think is possible and in what timelines. And so I, like I said, I like this idea. If you have a lot going on right now, maybe you're not in a shadow work phase. You're really focusing like this is, I'm basically speaking for myself right now. I'm like really working on self-love and light work and just bringing up my energy. And so I find that my, the easiest way for me to manifest right now is setting really, really big long-term goals. And then for the short-term desires, these are things that feel very easy to me, that feel very of course, because that's the next thing I want to talk about here in this process of actually manifesting my invite to Fashion Week. The biggest piece of it for me was normalizing it. As soon as I found out that it was Fashion Week, I said, I'm going, I'm going. I was like, yeah, I'm going to Fashion Week. And literally while I was traveling to France, I was telling people that I was going. I people who asked me why I was going to France, like anybody I was talking to in the airport. And like when I got there, when I got to my hotel, what are you in town for? I was just telling everybody Paris Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week, Paris Fashion Week. And when I was shopping, they're like, what are you doing here? I'm going to Paris Fashion Week. And this is all before I actually had the invite. You know, this is that element of acting as if or quote unquote fake it till you make it. I was putting myself in that energy to be like, duh, of course, it's happening. It's normal. This is a part of my life. That's a huge manifestation. If you want to launch a business, you are a business owner. That's part of your life. If you want to be a millionaire, you're a millionaire. That's just part of your life. If you want to be fucking ripped and be a gym girl, you're a gym girl. That's a part of your life. Normalize the things that you desire because when it's normal, it feels less out of reach, okay? And with this, when something is normal to you, it's a part of your life, it's just how you exist, you take different actions that go with this. So when it came to Fashion Week, as soon as I found out and I said, I'm going to Fashion Week, I decided, point blank, that's what's happening. My actions then rearranged for that. I started to message designers on Instagram. I started to seek out PR emails. I started emailing people asking for invites. I started, I reached out to everybody I know who works in PR or would have a connection to someone higher up that could get me in. And I asked for their help. I really went into kind of like detective mode of how I can seek out my own ticket, how I can make this happen for myself because I decided it was happening. And this is just the necessary work that it takes to make that happen. It's not like I decided, okay, I'm going to fashion week and sat around on my ass waiting for it to fall on my lap. No, 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 no. No, thank you. I like to go into my manifestations, making sure I do everything I know to do because that's how I know I put in my full effort. And when I put in my full effort, I expect the universe to match that and do the same back. And like I said, I put in a ton of effort and a lot of people I didn't hear back from. And some people I got redirected to the wrong people and other people I heard nothing from them at all. And that's totally okay because what we're doing when we are taking action, we are taking all of the action steps that we know to take and that are in our power, we are taking them from a detached place. We already know we're going. It doesn't have to be this specific action that gets me there. It doesn't have to be that specific email, that specific Instagram DM, that specific text message or phone call asking for someone's help. It doesn't have to be that one thing. It's your energy that's circulating around, cultivating that experience. And when you do that, you move things around in the quantum so the things that you want can come back to you. And that's exactly what I did. 
So this is a combination of dreaming really, really big on a long-term basis, building up my energy on the short term because, you know, I have all of these manifestation wins under my belt. And if you feel like, oh, well, I don't really have that. I don't have a lot of things I've manifested. Yes, you do. Because everything in your life is a manifestation. Your best friend you manifested. The best moments and best days of your life you manifested. Your breakfast you manifested. How you slept last night, you manifested. All of it, okay? So I want you to start noticing that and acknowledging it. The more you acknowledge the things that you have called into your life and manifested, the stronger you're going to feel your manifestation powers are. So like I said, Paris Fashion Week is a combination of me dreaming really, really big, slapping that on the vision board as a long-term goal, acknowledging my manifestation powers, acknowledging my certainty, locking in the idea that I was going as a fact, that it is normal. I always say there is nothing stronger than a woman in conviction. When she has decided that she is going to do something, a certain woman can move mountains. I'm telling you, you cannot shake anything more than that kind of energy. And I just took all the action I knew to take. And that was that. And so when it happened, I was mind blown and shocked and so excited and wanted to pee my pants and froze. But I was also like, of course, of course, of course. And I want to make another point here because remember I said that I got invited to two shows and the first one I couldn't go to. When I couldn't go to the first one, I didn't have a meltdown. This is the thing. A lot of times we're very, very reactive to things in life. I didn't melt down and think, oh my God, that was my one chance. Now I'm not going to be able to go and oh, this sucks and poor timing. And maybe I shouldn't have gone and maybe I should have done this or, oh, they should have emailed me. I didn't do any of that. That's not productive. That's not helpful. It doesn't feel good. I didn't want to spend my last day and a half in Paris sulking about whether or not I was going to be able to make it to a show. Trust the timing of your life and trust that everything is happening for a reason. And so that's exactly what I did. I was super grateful for the time I spent with my French family when I left Paris to go visit them. And I was really glad that I got to do that. And I was happy to get back and reach out to a couple more people and see if there were any strings that they could pull. And they could. And it was a great time. And it was all perfectly and divinely timed as it should be. So it's really important for us to remember that. And I think a lot of times people are so reactive, they end up messing up that vibration because then they become unavailable for what could happen. If I had spiraled and said, oh, well, now I'm not going to be able to go and then this sucks and like, oh, I should have been there, I wouldn't have been open to receiving another invite because the show I ended up going to, I wasn't even aware was happening. The one that I got invited to originally, I knew that one was happening, but this new one that I actually got to go to, I had no idea. And so if I had spiraled, I would have been so closed off to that opportunity and it wouldn't have happened. So let this be a reminder to watch your reactions, check your energy. Of course, you can have your five minutes of being like, dang it, and be upset when something doesn't happen as it's supposed to, but then check yourself. Get back onto the vibes, get back onto the energy, come back to your decision over and over and over again. And that is the story of how I manifested going to Paris Fashion Week in the five-year timeline that I had set for myself. Like I said, it was a dream. It was absolutely crazy. And when I was there, I just wanted somebody to pinch me because I didn't even feel real. <laughs> it was so amazing. So big things that I want you to take away from this is it's amazingly powerful 
so powerful for you to put those quote unquote big manifestations on your long-term vision. Because like I said, it gives you time to get really comfortable with the idea and therefore normalize the things that you want to manifest. And I didn't even really do anything for this to happen up until the week before when I started reaching out to people. Like there wasn't a lot. It's not like I had to rewrite my limiting beliefs about it. I just had decided at that point it had been in my subconscious for so long that I knew it was inevitable I would end up going to fashion week at some point in my life, preferably in those five years, that I was just used to the idea. So I didn't even have to rewrite any of my beliefs. However, I do want to say if there is something that is quote unquote a big manifestation for you that you do want to call in in a certain amount of time, like six months, a year, whatever, by all means go for it and do that inner work and listen to my shadow work episode and do that journaling on it and journal through your limiting beliefs like I teach in my MMM method program because that is obviously so possible and so doable for you. But if you're wanting to take a path of least resistance, a super easy way to get the things that you desire, slap them on that long-term vision and get into the vibration of that. Now with your short-term goals, make them our short-term desires, make them those easy things that you just feel like, yep, I can have it. I can have it now. Boom, boom, boom. Let's fucking go. And that's, what's going to be the best when you're in a light work phase of life as well. And overall, the theme here is just normalizing the things that you want. How can you make it feel normal? For me, that's a lot about talking and verbalizing it, like sharing with people. Yeah, I'm going to Paris Fashion Week. I'm going to a Fashion Week show. I'm going to a show. I'm shopping for Paris Fashion Week. I'm here for Fashion Week. And talking that over and over and over again. Share it with strangers. Share it with people you know. Voice note yourself about it. When we speak something into existence, like literally, like verbally speak it out, it is 10 times more powerful than written or just our thoughts. So say it out loud, okay? That also helps it feel real and normal. I hope you guys got some great takeaways from this episode. Don't forget, if you are wanting to dive into Conscious Creator, the link for that is in the show notes and also in my bio on Instagram. And I'll talk to you later this week. Bye. Thanks for diving in and getting your daily dose of personal development with the Mindset, Magic, and Manifestation podcast. If you loved this episode, leave a rate and review on iTunes. For notes, details, and more information, check out MichaelaJ.com. See you next week.